Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, and I'm glad you could be with us. Dave Hodges here, Common Sense Show, and we are the show, Free America, One Enslaved Mind at a Time. Please give me a sound check. Let me know that you can hear me okay since we have had five faux pas in the last eight days. So I'll wait for the five-by-five five notice. Or Dave, your lips are moving, but nothing is coming out. So I'll wait to hear from you guys here. Um, meanwhile, let me tell you, we have a sponsor. And cyber attacks on individuals is off the charts. Still waiting for a five-by-five five confirmation here. Um Cyber attacks are crazy, and identity theft is at an all-time high. And this is why you need to take a look at Virtual Shield VPN. This is absolutely undeniably the best. And they are so good, they're going to give you 60 days free. You'll re-up because you're getting 50% off, and they're already low price. And how can they make money like that? Well, because they're that good. Identity theft protection, your IP is shielded. Uh, no identity theft, not getting into your computer, and no terrible, terrible ads. So how do you get hooked up? Go to HideWithDave.com. That's HideWithDave.com. All right, we have banking issues here, and I'm going to pull my notes in front of me here because we're kind of all over the map. Um, Let's talk about just shady nonsense. Evil, evil people doing evil, evil things. And if I were to say of the big banks, who do you think is most likely? Who is most likely of the big five to pull crap on its customers? Engage in unethical and sometimes very illegal practices. They've been busted before. That's kind of a giveaway. Any guesses which bank I'm referencing? Uh, B of A is P number two. <laughs> the B of A is number two. The answer is Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. Well, let me tell you why this is important. Wells Fargo is not loaning money. Rarely. Okay, that's their right. That's not unethical. But what they're doing is they're taking people who have perfect credit, beautiful credit. They're mid-sized business, small business. They're well-to-do individuals. And they're said, oh, yeah, we got money to loan you here. Just do the app. 
Now, do you know every time you do an app that you have a credit report and that that credit report lowers your credit score? Did you know that? And it costs money to file the paperwork. They have their little processing uh, fees. Okay, and uh, Kim, I'll come back to you in a second on that. So they have no intention of loaning the money out. They put people through what should be routine to get a loan, should be good rates, and these people aren't getting it. And you're saying, well, why? Because they don't have the money. Let's go back to what I have told you before. And what I've told you before is that these individuals (laughs) in the banks, they know they're in trouble. Now, let me remind you of one thing before we go further. The Dodd-Frank Law of 2010. Once you put your money in the bank, now I think this is unconstitutional as anything, but once you put your money in the bank, you are an unsecured creditor. That means they own your money. And you may remember a few of these isolated cases during the lockdowns when people go into the bank, you know, wearing the mask and all the good stuff they were supposed to do. And they tried to withdraw money and banks said, go away, go away. I want my money. And people didn't know it was the bank's money. Police had come and they'd arrest people. Do you remember those situations? Most of them were in New York. Well, (laughs) I told you three, two months ago, two months ago in September, I said, there are economists that are saying we're not going to have enough money at the end of the year. And I went through the debt to savings. I went through the debt to GDP. And I said, we could very well be out of dollars. These are the first signs of what I was talking about. I'm a little surprised it came before Thanksgiving. I thought it would be sometime closer to Christmas from what I was being told. But no, it's happening now. In fact, for many of these banks, but in particular, Wells Fargo, you can go and the ATMs work, but you're not getting any money. And in some cases, people are debited from their account and they didn't get any cash. Good luck trying to prove that. So this is just shadier than all get out. And Wells Fargo ought to be ashamed because they're making money on the loan fees They're engaged in a practice that they know they can't fulfill. I think it's really, um, I'm sure there's a legal term for it. They're certainly doing business in bad faith. And people are losing money. They're losing opportunity. And they could be going to another bank. And I'll tell you what, if I had an account at Wells Fargo, I would say, okay, Dave Hodges is an honest guy, but I'm going to verify this for myself. You should. Don't ask the bank. They're not going to tell you the truth. In fact, one time I was in the bank not too long ago, and I said, uh, do you know that you own my money once I put it in? Yeah, but we're not supposed to talk about that. And I was talking to a loan officer. Just kind of, hi, how are you? I see him at the gym. And uh, I said, did you know that? He says, wow, how, how do they get away with it? He goes, I can't talk about that, Dave. <laughs> it's true. They hold all the cards. Wells Fargo is hurting people, in my humble opinion. It wouldn't be the first time. Remember the mortgage fraud? Remember that? Back in the mortgage fraud days? Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. So anyway, what we're looking at right now is a situation 
to where Wells Fargo is engaged in very questionable, unethical, and illegal practices. In fact, let me tell you how bad this is with credit. We went to buy a car for cash some time back. And we always try to we save up and forgo some things. And, you know, we win our vacations, which is long story, another, another day. But we save our money, and then we went and we bought a vehicle. And we paid cash. Now, it happened to be as they were closing. It was about 8.30 at night. The banks aren't open. How are you going to pay? Well, we're going to pay cash. But we came armed with the cashier's check and all that. We already decided on the price the day before. And when the vehicle came in, they said, it's in, Dave. You want to come? Yeah, we'll be right there. And so we drove into town and gave them money, did all the paperwork. And they said, you got to fill out this credit report. I go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I don't want to fill out the credit report. You're, you're getting cash from me. These funds are guaranteed. No, we still got to do it. That's the way our finance company demands it. Okay. Our credit dropped 50 points as a result of doing this. The only credit activity we had was the purchase of this vehicle. And we dropped 50 points paying cash. So now you get people to do these loan apps. Do you you see my point? This is why this is a bad deal. But we're not done with the banks. Let's go to Citizens Crooked Bank of Iowa. And this is going somewhere because I'm going to bundle this together and then I'm going to connect dots and I'm going to tell you what I think. And that will arm you with some facts where you can go out and do your own research and decide what you're going to do. But let's talk about the Citizen Crooked Bank of Iowa. It's the number one bank in Iowa in terms of customers. I think it is in terms of volume of money, too. But they've gone belly up their history. Boy, is this being kept out of the news. I wonder if they're going to try to fix this behind the scenes so the mainstream media doesn't have to add. Do we cover it Monday or Friday? I wonder if they're going to do that. And this is new. A lot of you haven't heard of this. And CNN sure as hell is not going to tell you. At least I don't think they're going to tell you for a while. Well, let me tell you what the deal is with this bank. They have, they caught everybody by surprise. Their books looked okay. And to a Federal Reserve auditor who'd come in and look at their books, they looked fine. It's because they were hiding crap under the bed. They had politely what you call undisclosed losses. What? Yeah, they had huge losses. But they were putting them off until the next reporting period because they got audited. And that means people would keep putting their paychecks in, putting uh, their other deposits in, and they could loan out some money and make some short-term profit before the inevitable what happened? Um, F, thank you very much. Very generous. So they had undisclosed losses. And I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, how do you get away with this? Okay, Trump is on trial because real estate investments and commercial real estate is fluid. We all know that. It varies, right? Oh, on that day, when you did that loan application, you committed fraud. Really? Committed fraud in a volatile asset. Mm -hmm. No attempt to conceal. There's no victim whatsoever in the Trump situation. None. No one's bringing charges individually. They couldn't find anybody. 
Look at this. Look at what they're doing. This bank, undisclosed losses, continuing to accept money, you know, damn good and well they're going to close. And these people are going to be high and dry. Wow. These people belong in jail. Seriously. It's like the Pentagon, $3.8 trillion. What, are they fighting a war on a different planet? I mean, these people belong in jail. All of them. Imagine if you withheld your financial statements from the IRS. Or let's say you were in Trump's deal, right? You're applying for a loan and you don't disclose one of your debts. Do you think they could come back to bite you in the butt with the authorities? You're damn right. And you'd have not only the IRS on your butt, you'd have probably the Federal Reserve, the SEC, depending on what kind of investment it was. You'd be in big trouble. But these people just act like no big deal because Joni Ernst is their friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, Joni Ernst, if you're in Iowa, she ain't your friend. She's a globalist. She's a rhino. And she'll do everything she can do to help Citizens Bank. And they say bad things come in threes. Well, let's leave Citizens Bank and let's go to Truett's Bank. They did not have undisclosed losses. They took their time reporting it, so they got into the next report period before it hit. Very unethical. I don't know if it was illegal, but they have the same ATM problems. You go to an ATM. Well, it looks good. Put your code in, zero, zero, zero. Where's my money? Get your card out. Everything's fine. You get your receipt. You withdrew $40. No, I didn't. And you go into the bank and say, well, here, fill out this form. That's about the way it's being handled right now. Now, let me bundle all this together. These are the signs of desperate entities. When people are broke and can't afford to buy food, what do they do? They steal. Right? They may beg from family and friends for a while, but eventually, to feed little Junior, they probably have to shoplift. Or they take Junior to the store and they feed him in the aisles. Shoplifting, you know, by shopping. They're broke. As a joke. And let me show you who else is in this model. My good friend Bob Griswold, and please pray for him. Bob's cancers turn serious. Ready, Bob of ReadyMadeResources.com. I love Bob. He and I have been friends for 13 years now. And uh, we've shared conferences together. He's a regular on my TV and radio show. So please pray for my friend. Um, he's a great patriot. He served his country proudly in an agency I can't mention. But I, I love Bob Griswold and Doug Thornton and I are heartbroken over this, just heartbroken. Anyway, Bob and I reported this maybe two months ago. He had terms of service imposed on him by PayPal because he's ready made resources. Part of what he'll sell is military grade hardware and some of its guns. And PayPal said, you can never, 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 never sell guns or ammo, da-da-da. Okay, fine. We'll program our computers so that when people check out, they cannot do PayPal. And they have been true to that, I don't know, for 10 years. No, no exceptions, no violations, no nothing. And then one day, they sent him a letter. We're investigating you for violating our terms of service. 
This is two months out, and they still have his damn money. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. It's not about violating terms of service. He didn't change a thing. In fact, he and I even discussed that one time. He told me, yeah, I, I, I have restrictions when I do PayPal. Because we were actually talking about how we wanted to handle a, a payment for something and that came up, and he says, now nah, PayPal's really picky. He adheres to this. So what ended up happening is he finally got a hold of somebody after great effort. You know how that works. And they said, well, this could take up to six months. He goes, wait a minute. you got thousands of dollars of mine tied up for six months that I'm owed. That means if you're doing this to several thousand people, um, you're making millions of dollars in interest-free money. 
that's wrong and it's illegal. Well, you're one of the few that this has happened to. Oh, that was BS because it was exactly three days later, Dr. Sherry Edwards, and you may have heard her on my show. She does bioacoustic analysis and she's a frequent guest. We have a lot of fun analyzing people using her, her, uh, her technology. Same deal. Only she had about double the money in there that Bob did. She, this really hurt her. She needed this money, make payroll and stuff. And neither party, after two months, has their money back. They're not doing well financially. You don't have to show me their books. You don't have to show me the bottom line. What I'm telling you is they're not doing well. Why else would they engage in such a fraudulent practice? We've talked, tried to talk to them for comment because when Bob and Sherry both told me this, I said, well, you know, I'll just go ahead and, and check this out and I'll do a story. And when they wouldn't return my calls for an interview or a statement, I just went public with it. But the, you see how this fits in with everything else in banking? This is absolute criminal behavior. Criminal. And let me give you a barometer. I just talked about it earlier this evening. GoDaddy is broke as a joke. They're laying off now for the second time in big numbers, over hundreds. And they're not that big for employment because businesses are giving up their domains. And why are businesses giving up their domains? Because they can't afford it. And what business would operate without a website? Does that tell you how bad things are in this country? And it's showing up in the banks. And now we're seeing these very unethical and sometimes criminal behaviors showing up, victimizing the people that are supposed to be serving. Now, let me come to the bottom line. Do do any of you believe that because of the Dodd-Frank law, do you think that as they begin to really falter and these short-term fraudulent actions don't balance the books, do you think that they'll hesitate to steal from you? Does anybody think that your money is not at risk? And, you know, I was kind of going through YouTube today, um, looking for various things to validate some things people told me. So I went to a couple of well-known sites, and now they're telling their clientele, get the hell out of the bank. And this is why... You know, Noble Gold and I have a a love relationship. It's wonderful. I trust them. And and, uh, we've been talking to Colin Plume, the um, CEO. He and I have been, he comes on my show occasionally. And we've been talking about this stuff for a couple of years now. We said, this is coming. This is coming. All the signs are there. Well, folks, the signs are no longer there. What was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And it's a matter of time until they steal money. Now, let me give you the really bottom falls out comment. This is, you're not going to like this. If you have followed me for nine years, then you know what I'm talking about. In 2014 in Brisbane, Australia, they handled the order of saving banks that were failing. Who would get compensated first? Now, before you say, okay, Dave, I'm sure they have enough money to cover everybody. No, actually, no. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, has exactly 
of the cash that's in the banks. That's right. So what they did in Brisbane at the G20 conference in 2014 is they established a pecking order, and it was a pecking order of one. Now go back to 2008, 2009. Remember the Ponzi scheme credit games they played? Phony baloney money games, you know? Oh, I'll buy you on the futures market this cow for a thousand, but you can flip it for ten thousand. The next guy can flip it for a hundred. And remember, real estate went nuts, and they were doing all these Ponzi scheme games. And all of a sudden, just like every money game, the Ponzi scheme rolled up, and people were left broke. Oh, government, bail us out from our illegal activities. Please, please. Okay, those guys were the credit swap derivatives guys. That's who will get bailed out by what's left of the FDIC. But I got bad news even for most of them. Most of them will never see a nickel because they'll eat through that money well before they get to the middle of the pack. You will never see a damn dime courtesy of the FDIC. It's a simple matter of math. I've been reporting on this now for how long? Ten years, regularly. Now, there is something I want to make you aware of, because I'm not just here to panic you, I'm here to help. I wrote an article for the third time in ten years, because I saw this coming, and I published, I think it was early October, and I'll review what I said. And I think I even put some of the contents in a YouTube video in part that had banking items in it. If you take out $10,000 of the bank, your bank is required by federal law to fill out a CTR, a cash transaction report. And that report goes to the IRS or an appropriate agency in addition to the IRS. And now you become a suspect for money laundering. Okay. Now, Chances are, not a money launderer. But you know how these agencies work, okay? Break your door down first, steal your assets, and then you have to hire a lawyer to get your assets back, even though you've done nothing wrong. And that's CTR. So some people say, oh, I don't want to deal with the federal government. So I'll withdraw $9,999.99. You do it twice. They call it structuring. You're an organized criminal. You're a racketeer. This is RICO. And you're trying to avoid CTR reports. So now they file what's called an SAR. Suspicious Activity Report. You say, oh, same thing as CTR. Oh, it gets more serious. An SAR, if they get you on this, on structuring... Um, it's 10 years and the fines, I think it's a quarter of a million and that may be outdated now. They may have upgraded, but when I first reported on this, it was 10 years and up to $250,000 fine. Plus they seize your assets. So you've got to be careful how you move your money. Um, I'll tell you what I do when I decide, okay, it's time to buy some silver coin or gold coin. And I'm, I'm buying coins now as I come into the money. And I'm doing it simply because of the fact that if the dollar goes away, then I've got something I can use as currency. And and generally, that's considered to be the correct interpretation of how things would go, at least for a while. But what I do is I don't go to the bank and get the money and go to Noble Gold and say, here's my money. Give me my gold. 
I do wire transfers from the banks. Now, right now, they're honoring those transfers. I am concerned about what's going to happen down the line. Are you concerned? I'm really concerned. But right now, I go bank to bank to vendor. I never touch it. Therefore, I'm not subject to the SAR or CTR reports. And it keeps me out of trouble. And if you say, well, I'm a Wells Fargo customer and I want nothing to do with these people, okay, don't go pull your money out of the bank. Do a bank-to-bank transfer. I'm telling you, I'm giving you really good advice. Even if you're doing nothing wrong, the assumption is that you are. In fact, there's a related issue. I'll bring it up just as a matter of courtesy, even though it's a little off topic. But people are having more and more trouble these days, and this practice has been around for a while. It's called civilian asset forfeiture. Recently, there was a guy driving in Wyoming. They pulled him over, and they conducted a phony baloney search based on nothing, no probable cause, and they found $14,000 cash. He's not a criminal. He had no criminal intent. I don't remember what they said he was going to use the money for, but the, the cop said, well, you could hire an attorney and try to get your money back. Civilian asset forfeiture. It's a lot like the banks. And a lot of agencies right now are grabbing. If you, if you carry money into the airport, you know, I wouldn't travel with more than $100. Because you carry cash into the airport, they can just take it from you. And there's a damn thing you can do. You have to go through an investigation. And then you've got to fight like hell to get your money back. Well, the banks aren't much different. And... Your money is really not your money. Uh, People ask, I'm not a financial advisor, but I will tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm keeping some cash on hand because like when the ATMs don't work, okay, I've got a partial backup. Uh, If the dollar just goes away, well, that's money I would have lost anyway that was in the bank. But what I also do is, is I took out a lot of my money. And I diversified across big portfolios, and and a lot of them were precious metals. And I went a lot of the uh, clean technology innovations because they're going to make a lot of money. Silver, palladium, platinum, they're the uh, minerals of the uh, climate change technology. So I figured I'd ride that crest for a while. Um, I also go to my friend Bob Kudla at Trade Genius, and I have him help me with some too and diversify that way. But I do a lot of precious metals. And, and uh, like I said, I don't handle a lot of cash. You really don't want to handle a lot of cash coming out of your bank. So you need to diversify. Um, I would go to a credit union, although I will say this, the mid-sized banks are in worse shape than the higher banks, but the credit unions are in the best shape of the mid-sized banks. So I, I bank primarily, I have an old account, at B of A that we're slowly draining. But we also have an account at a credit union, and this is where we do the bulk of our banking. And I'm not saying this is right for you. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just saying this is what I do. But here's what I am telling you that you can't afford to do. Let's say that you've done well and you've got fifty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 in the bank. You leave it there and don't make plans to diversify. You are going to get hurt. You're going to have a 1929 moment. And this is really important now that you do, you do something and make plans for your money. Talk to an expert. 
I'm not giving you advice. I'm saying this is how I've done some things. The only advice I'm giving you is you can't trust the banks, and they're proving it right now with their behavior. That's why I opened up with these three banks and their stories of unethical and, and I think, criminal behavior as well. Um, okay, let me, let me plow through some of the uh, comments that have come in. And there was one I said I was going to respond to, and I'm sorry, I forgot what it was. Um, yeah, Mars Gold, good comment. Let me tell you, this is BS what they're saying to you. Let me read this. BAC wanted to lock up my checking account for 45 days due to unauthorized um, uh, e-checks. They're looking for any excuse to keep your money in their bank. Song of the South, Wells Fargo will not accept cash. Do we know if that's branch by branch? Is that regional or is it the national deal? I'm not sure. My wife and I had a Wells Fargo account decades ago, and we were so disgusted with them, we just bailed. So I don't know much about them. Um. Dave Ramsey is on mainstream media. So why isn't he talking about this? I just answered your question. Oh, Dave Ramsey would love my wife and me. We don't acquire debt ever. We paid off our mortgage and saved for that, and we couldn't pay cash for it, so we carried some debt there, but nowhere else. And uh, But I think Dave Ramsey gives good advice. But he'll never go here with you. He's mainstream media. Um, let's take a big picture. Some of you are alluding to this already. When the banks fail, and they're going to fail, and I'll give you another. In fact, let me jump to that right now. Today, or was it no Friday? I'm sorry. The uh, head of the Boston Federal Reserve Susan Collins, not to be confused with the ultra-liberal pretend GOP in Congress, but Susan Collins, the uh, head of that Boston bank, she said, interest rate hikes are not off the table. Really? Well, inflation, inflation, inflation. Mm -hmm. So what are they doing? They're killing bonds, Right. And how do the banks primarily get money? Bonds, treasuries. They get the cash. They loan out on a 9 to 20 to 1 ratio for every dollar that comes in. They get to multiply it several times out and and then loan it out. But if bonds and T-bills aren't coming in and people are losing their jobs and people don't have that much money and they're not depositing as much, are the banks in trouble? Yeah. So what's the answer for the Federal Reserve? Let's raise the interest rates again and make the problem worse. Oh, but it's about inflation. Yeah, well, it's also about your banks collapsing, jackass. This is the Federal Reserve. Now, I'm going to back away, and I really try to be factual and not jump to what sounds like a conspiracy theory. But please tell me if there's any logic in what I just told you, and tell me that it's hard for you to believe that this is just stupidity and incompetence and not intention. 
And then I'd ask you to take a bigger look at the whole administration. Can any of you name one thing they've done right for the American people? Anything? Anything. Name one thing that benefits a family or middle class or helping the working class. Name one thing. Oh, they did try to forgive student loans, which was illegal as hell. Why should you and I pay for someone else's college? You took out the loan, pay for it yourself. Don't expect us to bail you out. So I I look at that and I'm just saying, this is how criminal these people are. They are in business right now to take you down. And I'm talking Federal Reserve and above. The average bank, they're looking to survive. They're not engaged in these practices actively. Um, Song of the South says, Dave, I went to Wells Fargo to deposit cash in my sister's account, and they refused it totally. Wow. So I'm just wondering if this is, they're just not taking cash. Wow. They won't take cash, huh? Well, you know, let's go to another item. I covered this on my YouTube account that, um, who was it, um, BlackRock and J.P. Morgan are tokenizing the deposits at J.P. Morgan. I remember a couple months ago, Citibank ran a beta test on this. Do you remember that? Do you know what they're doing? Do you know what this leads to? This leads to CBDC. That's what they're prepping for. So now there are three plans to get CBDC in. One is the original plan. And then I still have people writing to me. Oh, Congressman Emmer, what a wonderful man he is. He, uh, he's got a bill to get rid of CBDC. It's going to go away. Emmer is a Trojan horse, globalist, rhino party, Minnesota politician deluxe. Need I say any more? This was a smokescreen. It's a Trojan horse. And the bill's been sitting in stasis forever and a day. So therefore, when I, when I tell you that that's not going to work, that's not going to happen. But even if it did, they got plan B. And we talked about it here on this show, oh, probably six, eight weeks ago. And that's the FedNow that's in place. And I said, eventually, FedNow, there go that three-step process. And they're in interoperability right now. And they're at stage two before they get it all in place. Stage two is all the computers talking to each other. And that's why the ACH system went down about a week and a half ago. And people aren't getting their checks still. Some people are still not getting their checks. Social Security, but they got bills to pay. Um, That's because they're trying to harmonize their system because CBDC requires one. So FedNow is plan number two to bring in CBDC. Plan number three, private enterprise. Okay? Federal Reserve, by the way, is overseeing the J.P. Morgan BlackRock deal. That means it's a public-private partnership. That's method number three to bring in CBDC. I'll be talking about this and a whole lot more. I'm uh, at Clay Clark's conference in California on December 15th and 16th, and I'm speaking on December 16th. And I'm going to be talking about some of these things in some depth. Uh, So this is something I know quite a bit about because I've spent a lot of time researching it. But it all adds up to it's to our detriment. Once CBDC comes in, They'll own you, and you'll control nothing, and you will not be happy. Okay, let me scroll down here and catch a few more comments here. Um, uh, 
No money, no military. Well, okay. I have mixed feelings on this. The military-industrial complex is identified by Dwight D. Eisenhower, and we didn't listen. 1960, and it's now 63 years later, he told us what was going to happen. And they own the Biden administration. They are huge partners with BlackRock, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, are their main underwriters for asset management. To think that they're going to let them go broke, they would have to have something there to jump to in advance to make money up. They're not going to be allowed to just belly up and go under. If we're conquered in a war, that's why I say I'm not sure how to respond to that part of it. But I will tell you this. They would be among the last people that the global elite would let go broke because the global elite are involved in this. Killing is good business. Um, Michael says buy silver, junk silver for it's gone. I think that's really good advice. I think you're right on the money. Um, Song in the South wrote back and said, Wells Fargo told me to get a U.S. postal money order. So now you have to pay more money for the privilege of doing banking with them. Do you remember when the banks used to be polite? Oh, thank you for banking with us. And now they treat you like dog crap. You notice that? I'll give you an example. We actually made the stupid mistake as we're draining our B of A account slowly over time that we might want to take advantage of this one money market. It was a good deal. So we made an appointment. We drove an hour, because remember, we live rural. We drove over an hour to get to our meeting. Meeting was midday. We're sitting there for 45 minutes. We said who we wanted to see when we came in. And we're sitting, and we're sitting, and we're sitting. And finally, I said, you know, we did have an appointment almost an hour ago. And we do have other things to do today. Who's your appointment with? Oh, he's not coming in today. He's sick. He called in sick this morning. That's how they treat people. No notification, could care less. Um, So I look at that and I'm just saying, welcome. Um, Yeah, Nate's memes, you're right. The bill, that's what I was trying to communicate. The the bill to get rid of CVDCs doesn't cover Fed now. And that bill is not going anywhere anyway. But just on the small chance that it would, they've already got it. In, in process. And then the third phase, like I said, is what the banks and the Federal Reserve are doing now in BlackRock. So this is absolutely incredible. Let me go one more thing here. Uh, Jerome Powell stated employment is too high. Oh, that's right. He does love homeless. Hey, Jerome, we should make him go live with the homeless in L.A. for a weekend. What do you think? Hey, Jerome, come here. We want to talk to you. Um, we need to get that number lower for employment. Uh-huh. It's an excuse. He doesn't give a crap who's employed. He doesn't care. They're part of taking America down. All the central banks answer to the Bank of International Settlement, controlled by the Rothschilds, not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. And what do they want to do? Collapse it so they can do what? Oh, that's right. Build back better. When you do this stuff often enough, 
you know. Anyway, Betsy, I think you've given everyone a good clue. Um, I'll read one more here, and then we're going to close. Um, Michael, I'll sell you food and gas for junk silver. Um, it's not always an either or, but I would agree if I had to choose between having food and having precious metals, I would take the food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chase offered me $500 to open an account. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, people need to invest in a new mineral called lead. Now, now. Okay. I think we've proven our point. I think the dots have been connected. I think that you should look at this and decide what's best for your situation. I hope I've added to your knowledge so you can make a more informed choice. And that was my purpose for doing this. The only advice I would give to do nothing, I think, is a real fatal flaw. I truly do. I think one day those those uh, your money in the bank's going to be gone. It'll be just like 1929, and you're talking to someone here that when my mom was a little girl, rich family, they went from riches to rags. Oh, they're part of the uh, Ford clan. The Henry Ford is just I mean, he was pro Hitler, by the way. So. Uh, on my mom's side of the family, yeah. And guess what? When that side of the family went broke, banks closed, kept their money, real estate crashed, they lost everything they had in hotels. Um, did Henry Ford help them? Who? Who are you? No, I didn't think you're related to me. Cousins. Anyway, it's a good note to end on. Thank you for joining us. God bless all of you. We will see you back here next time. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.